Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Tuesday, December 26, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Well, we've got a holiday week, so it's the day after Christmas. It's in between Christmas and New Year's. And we have a quiet market with lighter volume and decreasing volume even as the week goes on. Low participation is a recipe for a floating type of tape. That doesn't mean the market can't come down. It just means that that's the recipe for a floating tape. It's not a trader's tape this week. It's a vacation type of tape. A lot of people are on vacation. Market participants hedge fund managers, mutual fund managers, pension fund managers. Everybody's on vacation, and if they're not on vacation, they're cruising during this week. This is the bonus time. This is the end of the year, end of quarter, end of year, fund manager bonus time. Are they going to let the markets unravel during bonus time? Probably not. Maybe they can't help it. Maybe something exogenous happens. But nevertheless, we're just stating what the norm is. We use the 80-20% to use logic to say, what's the normal thing that's likely to happen? Right now, this week, the normal thing is a floater type of situation, maybe a grinding tape, maybe a chop shop formation, but unlikely to be, quote, quote a trader's tape. That being said, it doesn't mean the market isn't doing stuff. We're going to talk about what it's doing, what it's doing now. We'll lead into next year. What should we expect? We're going to touch on some of that tonight. Let's start with she's in an uptrend. The trend is your friend until your stuff gets thrown out the window. The market's up a ton with a capital T. It's up many, many days, almost in a row, but it's a relentless move. In fact... It's more pronounced even, at least to me, on the weekly chart where you have the bottom in late October and then it's a relentless assault on the upside on the weekly chart with nearly a down week. So here's something interesting. Let's just look at something and we're going to be thinking about one thing, which is law of alternation. And then we're going to be thinking about something else and we have an awareness that both can happen, so we'll know which one is happening when we see the market activity slash price action, which is nothing other than price movement. They like to assign fancy terms to the things that have been around since the beginning of time. When price moves, price is moving. Now, it's called price action. Why? Because it sounds sexy. Let's just take this large up move from the week beginning March 13th. This is about 20 weeks, and then the market went down. So we went up for about 20 weeks. The market went down for about 14 weeks. Starting to sound familiar, for those of you that have taken the course, Lazy E-Mini Trader will have an inkling of what we're discussing. So now the market's gone up for 10 weeks, including this week. This is the 10th week. From the bottom, counting the bottom pivot, this is candle number 10. So we went up for 20, started down on the 21st week. Went up for 14, 
sorry, went down for 14. Market started up on the 15th. Are we going up for 10 and start down for a few? Or are we going to continue on in the law of alternation slash symmetry camp and continue up for about another five or six weeks? We don't know the answer to that, but these are the things that I'm looking at from a big picture perspective. Meaning, are we going to get a pullback into the beginning of January, middle of January, and then a resumption of the uptrend for the next couple, three months into the new year? Or are we going to just get a continued assault on the us side and then a pivot sometime in January for a corrective move for a month or so? We're going to see which one it is. These are the things on my mind as we close out the year. This is Inside My Mind, A Dangerous Place to Be, a novel written by David Frost. And the same thing applies that we've been discussing. Is it make new highs, poke above, maybe get above by several points and then pull back? Or is it the pullback before they make a new high. We don't know the answer, but these are the things we're watching for. It's in an uptrend. The trend is your friend, but at least on the weekly chart, she's getting stretched to the upside. The velocity is getting stretched to the upside. She's getting a little bit far from what we call home base. But keep in mind, and this goes back to the overbought and oversold conversation There's no measurement per se for what exactly is overbought in this case for the market. There's nothing that says they can't make a new high, go up another five or 10 points above the former high, and then pull back to the former high, which is and will be the breakout area in that case. We're not saying that is happening. We're not saying that will happen. We're saying Everything is on the table. We take the market one day at a time and we take her at face value. Since today was the first day of the trading week, will tomorrow, Wednesday, be turnaround Tuesday? Well, we'll see, but again, holiday week, floater type tape, we'll take it one day at a time. We're not going to guess and say the market's got to pull back tomorrow because it's turnaround Wednesday. Well, we're not going to say that, but the awareness is that we normally have a turnaround Tuesday, not every Tuesday, but a lot of Tuesdays. Since today is kind of like a Monday, are we going to get a turnaround Wednesday? We'll see. What we do know is, at some point, there will be, and I repeat, will be with a capital W, a rug pull event that surprises everybody. Doesn't mean the market collapse, but it means that they will correct. They will do a retracement. They will shake out the weak hands. That is the design of the market. Who was the designer? The Trick Trap Fool and Frustrate Crew. Who do they work for? Trick and Company. Just keep in mind, not that it can't continue. It can, but things are getting extremely, with a capital E, on the bullish side from the media perspective. Price targets for next year are already getting raised. I already heard a price target for 2025. How the hell can they possibly know that? That's redonkulous. I'm talking about price targets for the S&P in 2025. Calling for what? 6,000. Absolutely, positively. Heard it today near the closing bell. Should never have this thing on, but it was on today and I heard it. Can't unhear the information. 
What about inside the numbers? Well, there wasn't much going on today. We had a pivot for 73.95. That's right down here. That was the early pivot before the opening bell. We had also a target if they should keep going higher for 75.50. All the other stuff is in here. What I urge you to do is pause the video, read the notes, and go back to the charts to double check the work. But let's Get an eye on a couple of those numbers. We think better in pictures. Right of the vertical is today's activity. And you can see here, the pivot was never touched today. Market opened above and stayed above. The low of day happened to be 473.99 against 473.55 or 95, sorry. And that counts as the give or take portion of how this works. I'm giving you the exact number. And they stayed above the pivot all day. What was the target? At least from the morning trading perspective for 75.50 you'll see an and or higher situation they went and or higher they're just grinding there's nothing magical about this what did they do into the end of the day came back to the area that they broke out from in the afternoon which was a target for 75.50 it's an important number once you get above it it becomes support while you're below it it is resistance write that down put it on a sticky note Pause them, read them, go back to the chart to double check the work. If I'm here, I'm giving you everything I've got, whether it's a tradable tape or not, I give you the numbers. Whether it's a slow moving tape or a fast moving tape, I give you the numbers. I give you the schematic. Did have one stock on the move today, not expected to have much this week. SBLK, entry number one, 2081. They opened below it by a few pennies, popped above it, gave you the trade that wasn't, and then they hung around there for most of the day. No big deal. SBLK. We think better in pictures. SBLK, 2081 was the place. That's the horizontal blue line. They opened slightly above it, had a rip back above it, hung out, tried it again, hung out. And that's all that happened. It was a base hit at best, but technically it was a no trade. So really there were no stocks on the move today. And I won't be surprised if there are no stocks on the move to speak of this week. If there are, there are, we'll put them on the board. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Well, just as a recap, first number we had given out in the live room and here was 201.10. They got to 201.10. They pulled back from give or take 201.10. Once they're above 201.10, it opens the door for the next place, 205.55. That's the next place. They haven't got there yet. They're on their way. Relative strength today against the S&P, 1.3% in the positive column for Camp IWM. They're on a mission. They were on a mission before. They're on another mission. The mission today is 205.55. Start pushing above, closing candles above, daily above, all that stuff. And there will be a new mission on the table. From a weekly chart perspective, you could see what's going on here. You could see that they've eclipsed these highs here, this high here, this high here. And now they're working on this high here. You got a high here, a high here. So all this stuff, each and every one of these weekly pivots is important. And the market has to test it and get through it to get to whatever the final destination is. Not going to be so easy from a numerical perspective to get past 205.55, 205.65, 62, 61.58, something like that. I'm giving you the exact number where they stop. Nobody exactly knows. What's going on with the folks down at the transportation department? Well, 
We had a number I put up on the board a few days ago, 16-210. They haven't got there yet. They got close and pulled back. So that takes a little bit of the luster off 16-210. They could have got there here if they chose. They could have got there already if they chose. It's likely the destination is something else. What's the something else? Well, the next number I have on the board is pretty close by in terms of a $16,000 index. It's up 100 points or so, 16,320. Write it down, put it on a sticky note. That zone up there, namely 16,320, is bona fide overhead support. In an uptrend, the trend is your friend. All that stuff holds true no matter what chart we're looking at. Putting it in perspective, we flip over to the monthly chart. What do you have here? What's the first thing that jumps off the page at me? How about this? You have this low, then you have a higher low, and then you have a higher low over here. And here we are above all the moving averages. Trend is your friend. You have a series of higher lows. They're challenging the recent highs that were made this summer. And then if they can eclipse that, they'll challenge the all-time high. That's just the way it works. Nuts and bolts of how markets work. There'll be pullbacks along the way. They're not going to just blast off to new highs by next week. But this is a monthly chart. These things take a long time to play out. Look how many candles are involved here times number of months. What about the Q people? In an uptrend, making new highs. Nothing wrong with the Qs. They're basically at new highs again. So here we have an old high. The old high was 408.71. So right here, closing price today, 410.88. So they're already at a new high. So here's today's candle, 410.88 on close. So they've been closing at new highs. They're grinding up. There is no resistance until there is at new highs. Picking it out of a hat is not necessarily an easy thing to do. It's called guesswork. We'll just leave it as they're in an uptrend and she will eventually put in a sign and or signal of a trend change it will be accompanied likely on a pickup in a volume spike, a reversal candle, a signal of a trend change, a doji, a pseudo doji. It'll be something, exhaustion candle, something you can sink your teeth into and something you can trade against where you know where that short trade, by the way, would be wrong. That's what we do. We just wait for the market, Mrs. Market, to tell us what's going on rather than us guessing when the thing's going to happen. XLF financials, on the other hand, are not making a new high, and they have yet to eclipse this breakdown candle from last week. So that's interesting news. So there's a little bit of relative weakness here against the Qs and against the SPY. And here's the SPY. In terms of look on the chart, you see slight difference between the XLF and the other charts. Not anything material, it's in an uptrend, the trend is your friend. What's 38.17? It's overhead resistance and a target, a target once they can, if they do, get above this former high, 37.71. Now, it's not that far away, but for now, it's overhead resistance. If they go sideways for another week or so, it's not going to be overhead resistance. It'll have consolidated or eight time off the clock too long below that number will take the luster off that number for now it is overhead resistance put it on a sticky note smash mouth also on a grind new highs uptrend all that stuff that's prevalent in the queues the smh is a good proxy for the queues you can see here they took away this reversal day reversed it back up 
knocking on the door of the former highs already, poked their head above today. This is in an uptrend. When you look at this chart, these are new highs. So there's nothing to do here except wait for the same thing we just talked about, some kind of sign and or signal of a trend change. Will they revert back toward home base? That's normal garden variety market activity. You just don't know from when or where until the market gives you the quote-unquote indication. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.